0: So you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, which is called Talking and Crying what's really going on with me. (laughs) You can see where this is going. (laughs) So I had one of those plans. Like I had a recording and it was 16 minutes long and it was perfect. And it was everything that uh, I had blah, 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 blah. It was perfect. What I wanted to give you instead today is uh, the sort of imperfect look at where I am and what's going on with me and to talk to you very directly about some things that I'm in the middle of because I try to wait until things make a really good story or until they reveal a heartwarming lesson full of wisdom before I share them. So I don't talk about, I didn't talk about my divorce for, you know, a year, 18 months. Um, Those sorts of things that I will wait for a long time until I have a way to package A story or a situation up into a beautiful and or delightful thing that I can then hand to you and in this particular case it felt like there's a need to share what's actually going on Uh, not because I need you to see it but because my bet is that a bunch of people who listen to this podcast regularly are in the same boat so This is not a particularly good story. There are not bullet points upon bullet points. I don't yet have, like, the perfect ending that wraps this all up and makes it a lesson and says it was all worth it because... Right? (laughs) I don't have that yet. Uh, This was sent to my subscribers list, which you can head get onto at kristinkelp.com, anywhere at all, from any blog post at the very end, the Fuck Yeah Club. Um, But I wanted to read it because it has, there's nuance and depth to a person reading something that is not available when you are just seeing it on the internet. And uh, in some cases, my subscribers and listeners are too, too, yeah, it's fine. Just, here we go. Okay. Uh, So my thyroid did a mic drop last September. And the thyroid is a tiny little doodad in your throat that regulates the metabolism. Since it seems to have completely disappeared, I gained 20 pounds in eight weeks. 20 pounds in faster than pregnant woman time when definitely not pregnant. I wasn't even eating whole cheesecakes in the bathtub or pounding ice cream cones between sets of Netflix, like, like CrossFit for lazy people, (laughs) just like ice cream, Netflix, ice cream, Netflix, ice cream, Netflix, ice cream, Netflix. It was so amazing in my mind. I wasn't doing that. I was just living and eating like I normally do. Only my metabolism just left the building along with Elvis just gone. So, uh, also at that time, the cold and cold medicine that I had in December wiped my brain clean of its healthy little ecosystem of thought. Um, I once watched a comedian talk about when you smoke weed your brain, usually your thoughts are like poop poop pa poo, pa poo, pa, and when you smoke weed your brain is like pa pa. Like there's a long connect time. It's like I'm just permanently high but not in any sort of fun Way like it, my brain is foggy and it's slow, words don't come as easily as they used to. Um, I spell things wrong now, which don't don't even with me about how like oh, you spell things right at all. If you have spelled things perfectly your entire life and then all of a sudden you're like I don't remember how to spell that. I don't remember how to spell that, and you avoid words in order to avoid spelling them. It's actually really alarming. It would be like if you normally. Um, can jump something that's six inches high and it's no big deal. And then all of a sudden you're like, I can't even jump three inches high. Oh God, what's happened? Like it's a a mental sort of thing that you just take for granted until it's not there. Terrifying. I recently stopped writing for six weeks, um, which again, you're like, oh, poor you, I stopped writing for six weeks. Okay, The thing is that I've been writing three or four times a week, every single week, except when I'm on vacation for over a decade. And so to have that sort of rhythm and regularity in place and then have that just go away. And it wasn't like I just stopped writing because of the I didn't have time. It was like, I'm here and you could have some writing time. And nothing is, n- there's nothing there. To reach into the well and find that it is empty is terrifying. My hooray life is awesome window, which I wake up like I am awake. And then I just go, 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 go until... Typically, it would be until about 2 o'clock. Now, it's like noon. That window has shortened. And the rest of the time, I've got symptoms. And symptoms just sounds really vague, but it's basically like punishing fatigue. Mood swings, really weird dry skin that just won't be moisturized for any reason. Increased sensitivity to sugar. Like, sugar is uh, its insane how sensitive I am. Uh, I've got lethargy. I've got a non-existent metabolism. And, you know, some other on and on and on things, like the spelling. (laughs) Those are simply facts. You see how I've relayed them without a whole lot of judgment? The tricky part is when my brain gets involved. Our culture equates you've gained 20 pounds with your lazy piece of garbage. Please note that I did not say that, but culture pretty much says that. And I've caught my brain calling me lazy with startling regularity. To further throw this into contrast, I have really dear friends who have taken up veganism and thrice-weekly Bikram yoga, which is the really hard kind. It's 90 minutes, 105 degrees, at 30 to 40% humidity. It's intense. They are sticking to those lifestyle changes. They feel amazing. I don't have the energy to, and this is a total hypothetical, pull a dinner from the freezer on the average weeknight. And yes, I know I should not be pulling dinner from the freezer. I should be making whole food, sustainable meals, With my spare energy, of which I have none, I know. Now, I still leave the house because diner breakfast means I've showered, put on makeup, gotten dressed, left the house, and talked to people before 8 a.m. each day. So diner breakfast is very effective at... Kristen will get out of bed and, and see humans before she begins her day. But leaving the house after dark feels almost impossible. I'm just like, I can't. I don't... I'm so tired. I can't. Um... Asshole brain is hitting harder than ever with you're lazy, you're lazy, you're fat and lazy. Bear is going to leave you because you are not as active slash amazing slash charming as you once were. You are an irretrievably broken human, Kristen. That's brain. It's pretty accurate depiction of what it's saying add to this the now standard seasonal affective disorder and I'm having a fairly challenging time at the moment I've talked about my depression in lots of places over the years so this is not a call for a help or a new issue it's simply an acknowledgement that it's still there that I'm still a mammal that the sun disappearing for a full season affects me on biological neurological and spiritual levels all this stuff that's going on means I felt so vulnerable I've been sure it would kill me in the past few weeks. The vulnerability, not the thyroid. <laughs> I've had to talk with my friends about what's going on and I've invited them over because leaving the house is somehow exponentially more difficult than it was at this time last year. I've had to reach out for help and help and help from health practitioners from acupuncture to Reiki to Western medicine to Chinese herbs to breath work. I've had to rely on my intuition to guide me to teas, potions, and foods that my body needs in order to feel a little better. I've been relying on breath work more heavily than ever before to stay sane, or as Lennon Doyle says, sane-ish. I've stopped pretending I'm going to work out every day. I've just given up on that illusion and lie. I am leaning toward fun movement a few, okay, two times a week, and if it's not fun, it's not happening. I have less than zero energy for crushing, killing, slaying, or otherwise aggressiving any type of workout. The truth is, though, and this whole thing has been the truth, but like the deep truth is that I'm ashamed that I didn't figure this whole thyroid thing out sooner since lots of signs for dysfunction were visible for years. And, oh God, it's so hard to say, and I'm embarrassed that there's something wrong with me. That sounds foolish and stupid to tell you and also like it needs to be said because I'm fairly good at catching asshole brain and it's lies. That embarrassed whisper of there's something wrong with me and you should be embarrassed about it seemed like a truth for quite some time until I was like, wait, that's not – I don't have to be embarrassed about that. My guess is that your thyroid did not do a mic drop this September, but brain is not picky. Your brain is going to find countless reasons to whisper that there's something wrong with you. And my job, your job, the job of every person who brings light to your life, which is hopefully all of them, is to call out that lie. Sure, your physical body might have symptoms. You might have growths or weird issues or imbalances. Like, your physical body might have something wrong with it. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with your soul. That doesn't mean you have to beat yourself up for your humanity. Piling shame on top of the grief you feel at being less than your former self will do you no good. No matter how good a shame you are. There's no advanced degree in shame. It won't do you any good. Guilt doesn't work. Name-calling is not an effective recovery tool. There you are, with a body and a heart and a soul and your breath. There you are, messy and whole at the same time. There you are, and here I am. Here's to neither of us doubting the fullness of our humanity and to embracing our wholeness, even when it seems to fall apart. And then I had a PS. This is not a message to worry or concern you. I have access to support in this world and in other realms to get all mystical on you. It is a message to remind you that we're all in the middle of some stories. Every one of us is currently living fodder for gripping tales that don't yet have endings. Wisdom will find me eventually with regards to this, just like it will find you for whatever you're going through today. Promise. So that was the message. And as you may or may not remember, it's okay if you're not up on my news. I recently held the first breathwork class I held for at a group level was called Receive. And when I did, I sent this note and I was like, okay, well, probably nobody's going to respond. It's not going to be a big deal. I just want people to know if I'm a little slow responding or things are not on time um, in terms of the podcast being up or whatever, that there's a reason for it. I'm posting less on social media and I don't want the lie of like, everything's great. Look over here. shiny. Shiny. I don't want to perpetrate that. That was the most important th- part of this whole thing. What happened was that I got about 20 times more emails than I usually do when I send to my, my peeps. And some of the emails, they pushed my receiving button so hard. like There is a grandma who steals her granddaughter's email. And she, like, she takes it over, and she reads the emails from me, and she responds the names that it come from are completely different. Like the email address is a name and then the name it's sent from is completely different. And I know that it's her. She talks to me. And she sent like this most the most lovely, soft, like, I just wrap you in love and want to support you and thank you for saying this. And it made me cry. And then other people sent so much just I'm thinking of you. I'm so I'm so glad you said this. Thank you so much for saying this. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I didn't and I was like, oh, I just so often when we talk about the things we're going through, we extend, whether we mean it or not, permission for other people to talk about the things that they are going through. That if I just pretend like, I'm fine, I'm good, I just have to sleep for 14 hours a day, but life is great, it's great, there's nothing wrong, that when I flip into that, I am not giving myself or my people permission to, to actually share like my deepest stuff right now. And people reached out and said, they said, like, these these beautiful but tragic things, like, I, I know where you are with your health issues, I understand, I also have those troubles, I have cancer, one woman said she had a lot of miscarriages last year, three, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so much, it's so tragic, and I'm so sorry for you, and so, um, I joked with one woman about how if I could love myself as much as I love my dog when she's hurting, I'd be all right. <laughs> that when Hermione had to have surgery, I wasn't like, well, her spiritual game is just not on point. And if she'd just pray a little harder, I'm guessing that she uh, would not have bladder stones. So we need to have like dog time spirituality. Like, I don't blame her for being sick. She's old. I love her. She gets surgery. I take care of her. I sneak her broth and bacon and all the treats and take her for her checkups and and love her. And that we deserve to be treated at least as well as we treat our dogs when they're hurting. So that, if we could all just love ourselves as much as we love our dogs, the world would be a better place. (laughs) That's the official statement. That's where I am. And again, I'm not saying this to concern you, alert you, or get you into any sort of like, there's no trap, there's no strategy here. I just wanted to share where I actually am and what I'm actually doing and what I'm actually working with at this moment, knowing that Some of you are in story, lots of you are, like right in the middle. Or you're in questions, which is the worst, living in the questions. Like, how do I fix this? How do I get help? Where does help come from? What does it look like to heal? How long is this going to take? Questions suck. That's probably where lots of you are. That the, the big bow tie, perfectly wrapped nuggets of wisdom often don't show up for a long time. And that's okay. So if you can be just a little bit softer with your questions... I promise to be just a little bit softer with mine. And on a related but unrelated note, there are three coaching spots left with me. So I, yes, I'm saying that I'm tired and I have symptoms, but I'm also very aware that if I get to wake up and help people do their work in the world, uh, my life has much more meaning than if I'm just like, I don't have anything to do today, I'll just spend it in bed. So should you have any qualms about working with me because you don't want to waste my energy or you don't trust that I'll have enough energy, I can assure you that I will. I am only taking on what I can handle and that I will show up and take good care of you, just like I'm taking good care of me. End of post-surgery, Hermione. So there are three spots left for this uh, first half of the year, and that happens at kristenkelpcom slash dominatrix, or at any point in the menu, you can head to kristinkelp.com and click on one-on-one work. Or just send me a note and ask for dominatrixing details. That is k at kristinkelp.com. K-R-I-S-T-E-N-K-A-L-P. And uh, I hope that you find yourself embracing the stories and embracing the what is there to learn here. And loving yourself despite whatever going on. That the world has cause and effect, but that if you're sick... you it's probably not your fault and even if it is your fault that doesn't make it wrong or bad that doesn't make you wrong or bad that doesn't make your soul wrong or bad that if you can turn toward the lessons whatever they are I don't freaking know um that life will be just a little bit easier I am of course wishing you love and light and goodness and joy and blessings and uh and also like questions and easing up on yourself and putting down shame wherever you find it. I am so honored that you take the time to listen to me. I'm so thankful that you take the time to write to me. And um, I can't wait to work with a few more of you this year. So thanks so much. I'll be back with the, the production and a bit more of the show next week. But this week I just wanted you to be with me for a second so that I could be with you too. Thanks. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself While you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine. While quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills